Praise God. Brother Stewart, thank you again for being willing to do this. And I want you just to take your liberty. I want you to preach what you feel tonight. Obey God. Amen. I want you to preach to me. God bless you. Amen. I'll turn it to you, Brother Stewart. One more time, let's lift our voice and lift our hands and magnify the Lord in the sanctuary tonight. Oh, let's give him some praise and some glory. Let's open our hearts tonight. God, I want ears to hear what the Spirit would say to the church tonight. God, I want to listen to what you want to say to me tonight, God. I want to flow in your spirit tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, just a little bit farther tonight. Let's magnify the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God, thank you for your presence tonight, God. Thank you for a move of your spirit, God. Thank you for the privilege it is, God, to experience your presence tonight. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, my, isn't God good to us? Amen. Nothing like the presence of the Lord. You know, we can fret and worry and try to strategize and plan about problems and situations and how to handle things and God can fix in his presence in a matter of seconds what we couldn't fix in a lifetime. Amen. Do you trust God tonight? You really trust God. You know, you're going to find yourself in places where you're going to, you're going to really learn whether or not you trust God. Amen. Amen. We've honored tonight again to Pastor Riggin and his family, to those there in the sanctuary and those online. Appreciate you being a part of this service and what God wants to do. And uh, I trust you still got a little church left in you there. Amen. I trust you still anxious to hear what God would speak to your heart. Amen, amen. Philippians chapter number four, beginning in verse number six. Again, I do wish that I could be there in service with you and feel what you're feeling there, but I got to confess, I, I'm feeling a little bit of it here remotely too. I'm feeling the presence of God right here where I'm at and believing God has something special for us tonight. Philippians chapter number four and verse number six. I'll be reading from the ESV tonight. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen, amen. Do not be anxious about anything, he said. Amen. And so I'm going to preach to you for just a little while tonight on that very thought. 
Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Lay your Bibles down and just reach out and talk to God right now and ask Him to open your heart and prepare your heart for His Word tonight. Oh, we bless your name, Savior. God, I'm asking for your Word to go forth tonight, God, and accomplish what it's set out and intended to do, God. I'm asking that your people would have a heart to receive your word, God. Oh, that we would mix it with faith, God, that we would be doers of your word tonight, not just hearers only, God. Oh, your word has power, God, to set us free. Your word has power to strengthen us tonight, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Why don't we clap our hands to the Lord and magnify him before we're seated? I'll give God a little praise tonight. Hallelujah. Bless your name. Bless your name. Bless your name. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Amen. You know, Paul makes this statement to the church at Philippi. Don't be anxious about anything. We hearken back to the time when Abraham won the great battle and refused the the reward after the battle from the king. And that night, God spoke to him and said, fear not. And, and God makes statements like that because as humanity, we are prone to be fearful, to be anxious, to, to let things happen get to us and 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 affect who we are and what we are and our emotional and spiritual state there are people suffering all over the world today from this thing we call anxiety the world health organization says that it's estimated there are 264 million adults around the globe today that suffer from some sort of anxiety. And anxiety, they say, is your body's natural response to stress and to fear. And it's a feeling of fear or apprehension about what is to come. Some things like for children, the first day of school, or for us adults, going to a job interview, or maybe maybe it is some sort of failure uh, that, that you're fearful of and you don't want to let somebody down but it's a feeling that's that's deep within our heart that affects every bit about us and it, it brings that fear and that nervousness and that apprehension and and because of this anxiety some people seek out counseling psychologists and such to to help them with their anxiety some attempt to medicate it by various re ways and 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 uh, uh, whether that be natural or pharmaceutical and others do their best just to function despite what they're feeling on the inside of them and mark the fourth chapter verse number 35 it says and the same day when the even was come he saith unto them let us pass over to the other side and when they had set away, when they had sent away the multitude, they took him, 
even as he was in the ship, and there was also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him, and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose, and he rebuked the wind, and he said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? Amen. These were seasoned sailors. This was not just a moment where the, the waves were chopping a little bit, but the Bible tells us that the waves began to beat over the ship that they were in, and it was now full. If there was going to be a time to be nervous, now was it. And Jesus did wake up, and he did rebuke their storm. But he also rebuked their fear. He also rebuked their unbelief. And fear is the presence of unbelief. God is greater than anything that we might face, and God is greater than any fear we might face. He's greater than any situation we might find ourselves in. Amen. And what the modern doctors call anxiety, the Bible simply refers to it as fear. Anxiety is a pretty title for an old spirit that's been around a long time. Amen. Oh, help us tonight, Holy Ghost. A pretty title for an old tormenting spirit that the devil has used a long time on humanity. Amen. And so we might as well call it what it is. It's just fear. Calling anxiety something other than fear helps us to rationalize it a little easier, bringing it a modern twist, if you will, calling anxiety, uh, calling it anxiety seems to help us make it a little more palatable. Amen. One man said this about things such as this recently. He said, we're counseling things today that we formerly would just cast out. Help us, Jesus. Oh, I don't want to just put a new name on an old spirit and get real comfortable with it. Amen. I believe the church is getting, again, entirely too comfortable with some things that the early church would identify and call out and cast out. Amen. Amen. This is, this is nothing to, to play about, play with. This is nothing to, to get comfortable with. This is not something that I believe God expects the church to just live with. Amen. And in the book of Revelation, chapter number 21, it says, He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So, so truth, church, we can't afford to play games with the spirit of fear. Amen. The scripture is clear. Fear has the ability to damn our soul to hell. Amen. In the, in the words of FDR, if they were ever applicable, they are applicable right now. The only thing that we have to, to fear is fear itself. And I, I, I know 
probably the context that he used it in was a little bit differently than what we're using it tonight. But we need a, a healthy understanding and an awareness of fear in its effect around the church today. Amen. Cute titles or medical diagnoses cause us to be entirely too comfortable with something that God hates. Oh, let me say that again. We can put a cute title on it and the world can begin to, to accept it. And it could just seem to be modern day acceptance. But, but I believe God hates a spirit of fear. And I believe if it's going to send our soul to hell, we need to wake up and recognize it when it's at work in our midst. Amen, amen, amen. I, I, I just feel like somebody there. Maybe even somebody online, you're you're in a storm right now, much like the disciples were in that ship. And 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 it's blowing and it's rocking and it's got you fearful and scared out of your mind. And the reason God has you in that storm right now is so that He can help you see the impact of fear on your life. Amen. You've been asking and and, and, and pleaded with God, petitioning heaven to rebuke the storm. But he's choosing right now to let you know he, he's wanting to rebuke that fear off of you and not just settle a storm in your life. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. You can, you can detect fear in somebody's life. Amen. You can, you can see the evidence of it in everything that they do and everything that they say. When Peter, when Peter was at the the mock trial of Jesus Christ and he was standing around the fire and a little damsel come up and she said to him, you're one of them because your speech betrays you. Ah, uh, help us. Our speech betrays who we've been in contact with. Our speech lets others know whether we've been in the presence of Jesus or we've been cowering to a spirit of fear. Amen. The psalmist said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord and the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all of my fears. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Amen. When you're dealing with fear, it becomes evident in everything that you're saying. Amen. The devil doesn't need to guess at what some of you are afraid of. It's all you talk about. It's all that comes out of your mouth. You're letting him know that he has hit the mark because that's the only thing coming out. Amen. It's not what goes into a man that defiles him. It's what goes out. Amen. The devil doesn't have the ability to read your mind. The devil doesn't have the ability to predict the future. All he has the ability uh, is to watch you and see how you're responding to certain things he's bringing your way. To watch what you're saying and listen to it and mark it. Amen. Amen. You're letting him know that he's hit the mark with the storm that he's brought your way. Amen. Saying things like, I just don't know what we're going to do. I don't have any other option than what I'm doing right now. Or to say things like, all we can do is pray. 
Oh, help us that we don't have such a a a little view of prayer that we would we would belittle it to a situation to say all we can do is pray. Hey, no, we can pray. Amen. We can petition God. We can ask God to walk on the scene of where we're at and what's going on. Amen. I've heard people say, well, Biden won. And so we better run for the hills. Oh, come on now. You better understand that the news media thrives on your fear. And that's what gets you tuning in day after day after day. And it would probably do some of us a, a good bit to just turn off the news media for a while and unplug that. Because it's a constant negative and fear that's being pumped into your spirit every day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just turn it off and watch and see what it does to that spirit of fear that's been feeding my God. My God. Paul told that church of Philippi, he said, don't be anxious about anything. Don't you know the early church went through some things? Don't you know they went through some persecutions? Don't you know they had trials and tribulations just like we are? But Paul said, don't be anxious. Don't be fearful about anything. But uh, I'm not going to talk about what's making me fearful. I'm not going to talk about what's negative and what's not going my way. But what I'm going to do is in everything by prayer and supplication, I'm going to give God some thanksgiving. And I'm going to let him know what my request is. And that peace. Oh, help us. The absence, oh God, would we quit talking about the things that are bringing fear into our life. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, it'll create a guard around your heart and around your mind. Amen. Instead of expressing fear and unbelief, try expressing some faith and some thankfulness to God. Well, instead of worrying about the future and what we're not going to have and, 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 and so forth, why don't we thank God that we do have what we have right now? Instead of giving in to a spirit of fear, let's pray without being anxious about anything. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Begging is not an expression of faith. It's not something that God responds to groveling and, and, and wrapping our prayers in fear and unbelief. They don't touch heaven. Amen. Isaiah, the 61st chapter, verse number one, says the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. And you might say, I'm not a preacher. Why would you read that? Yes, you are. You're called to share the gospel. And God is taking note of everything that we speak to unbelievers. And I believe God wants us to be telling them about the good tidings. I believe God wants us to share. Oh, help us to quit talking about gloom and doom all the time. Sinners are looking to the church 
to be a light in this dark world. And they need to know that God can open the prison door. They need to know that God can take that old heaviness off of them and give them a spirit of praise. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. When David was just returning from a great victory, said he was greatly distressed for those with him because of a current distress spake of stoning him. Amen, amen. But David, it says, encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. Amen, amen. Faith is not the absence of fear, it's the presence of God and believing that he can do anything. You need to be careful when you're even talking to yourself because sometimes we can get ourselves so full of fear and fixated on our problem that we couldn't utter a, a prayer of thanksgiving if we tried to. Amen. But we can encourage ourselves in the Lord. We can begin to set our hearts and our minds upon the things of God and what he is doing in the world. Amen. Amen. Because God did not give us a spirit of fear. Amen. Paul told Timothy, his young protege, for God had not given us a spirit of fear. You need to recognize it when it's coming your way. You need to Put your finger in its face and rebuke it. When you start feeling those anxious feelings, when, when you start being fearful and you can't pray about anything but that certain subject, you need to rebuke that spirit of fear because that didn't come from God. God doesn't use those kind of fear tactics. It says, but he gave us a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. Oh, when we get full of the Holy Ghost, Fear has to go. That's the answer that somebody's looking for tonight about your situation. It may not turn around tonight, but honey, you can get full of the Holy Ghost and that old spirit of fear that's been haunting you has to go. And when we cast out fear, it's replaced with power and love and a sound mind. Oh, help us. Let's worship the Lord right now. Somebody magnify the Lord in this place. Come on, somebody mix it with faith. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The apostle John said, there is no fear in love, <laughs> but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Amen. There is no fear in love. There is no excuse that we would tolerate fear in our lives. When we really fall in love with God, it casts out that fear. It casts out that unbelief. Amen. When we really fall in love with God and, and that spirit begins to get us to question what does the future hold. Amen. The Holy Ghost will rise up in us and fear must go. Amen, amen. What are you glorifying tonight, church? Amen. What are you magnifying in your life? Amen. Why do we continue to glorify fear? Why do we continue to glorify the things that aren't going our way? Amen. Help me tonight. Stay with me, church. 
Amen. Why are we glorifying those things? Why is that the things that we continue to talk about? Amen. My heart breaks at a, at a man who was a pastor of a church for many, many years that he seemed to struggle his entire ministry with that sort of spirit, spirit of fear and, and, and Alzheimer's set in in his life in his later stages in life and he would just begin to mumble anytime you try to talk to him. He, he couldn't say anything other than, oh, we're in trouble. Oh, we're in trouble. What happens? A spirit of fear got involved in what was going on there. A spirit of fear began to, to wrap its tentacles around his heart and his mind. Hey, somebody needs to quit glorifying the negative things that are going on in your life. Somebody needs to quit fixating on the things the devil has brought your way. Amen. I think some people may just be seeking attention or sympathy because they're just talking about how bad things are in their life. We need to stop with the pity parties. We need to stop with just bemoaning all of the woes of our life that's going on and begin to lift up God because perfect love casts out fear, all fear. Amen, amen, amen. Ephesians the third chapter speaks of Jesus. It says, in Jesus, whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him. Amen. When that, when that fear is cast out, when that love runs out fear out of our spirit and our mind and our life. Amen. There's a boldness and there's a confidence that sets in on us, especially in our prayer life when we're beginning to seek the Lord for direction and things that we need. Uh, that confidence when we approach the throne of grace boldly, amen, sets upon us. But it's when that spirit of fear comes on us that we we go to God with this with this uh, unbelief, and we go to, to to God with this with this feeling that He's really not going to answer, or questioning whether or not He wants to do it. Oh, but when we run off that fear and that unbelief out of our spirit, when we pray it off of us, we have access to Him with confidence. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, somebody hear the word of God tonight. Somebody hear the word of God tonight. It's not that God has turned a deaf ear to your situation. God is not ignoring your prayers, but what he's trying to get you to do is let's deal with the spirit of fear that you've been hitting and putting up with entirely too long. Amen. It's that spirit of fear. Help me tonight, God. It's that spirit of fear that when a man of God steps to the platform and to, begins to preach faith to you and, and begin to declare what saith the word of God and what God wants to do and what God is doing in the truth church, that spirit of fear begins to say, well, I don't know. I just can't see it happening that way. Well, somebody said that before. Yeah, you're dealing with a spirit of fear. And it's time the truth Church, quit tolerating a spirit of fear that's coming in and choking out what God is trying to bring to pass in your midst. Amen, amen. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. Amen. When we can put out a spirit of fear, help us, Jesus, and we just reach out to God in faith. Amen. We know that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we might ask or think. Amen. But who is your confidence in tonight? 
Amen. Who's your confidence in? Yourself? You believe you can figure this out? You believe you can just buckle down and weather out this storm? Mm -hmm. I'm telling the truth, church, tonight. This storm is not going to pass until we deal with this spirit of fear. Amen. Where we're at right now is not going to break until we deal with that spirit. Amen. You're not going to be able to figure it out. The government's not going to make it any better. Nothing is going to make it any better. But if we deal with that spirit of fear and put it out of our midst and quit allowing it to come in and choke out the services and the word of God as it's coming forth, then we're going to have liberty. Then somebody's going to reach out and begin to exercise some faith. Then then sinners are going to be able to come into the church and not have to worry, how is this going to affect my life? How am I going to live for God? No, we need to deal with a spirit of fear. Our confidence is in God. That's what we need to be talking about. We need to be talking about the confidence that we have in Jesus Christ. We need to be talking about that God can do what he said he would do to everybody we come into contact with. Amen. What have you been talking about, Truth Church? What's been capitalizing all of your, your conversation? Has it been the negative things going on in the world? Or is it that God can is still on the throne? That God is still moving in his church? That God is still saving sinners? Ah, God. Who's your confidence in church? Hallelujah. The psalmist said in Psalm 27, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Hallelujah. The Lord is my strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. Oh, hallelujah. I'm confident in the Lord. He's never let me down. He's never lost a battle. He's never failed and he never will. Oh, come on. Somebody hear the word of God tonight. Amen. Whatever you're facing. Though it be a host of enemies encamped around you, God still knows how to prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. Amen. God still is on our side. Amen. <clears throat> the writer of Hebrews said, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man can do unto me. Amen. Who are you looking to for help? Who is it that you're looking to, to to walk on the scene of your problem tonight? Amen. Can you boldly say, the Lord is my help? Can you boldly tonight say, I know God is working. Even if I can't see it, he's working. Can you boldly say, I know God is going to work this out. I will not fear what's going to happen. Amen. Again, the psalmist, the Lord. Is on my side. Somebody hear that tonight. Somebody get that in your spirit tonight. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man can do unto me. Nothing in this world matters except getting God on the scene of whatever we're facing. 
I don't need to call anybody else but God. Amen. Some of you are making it a habit to call the pastor and ask the pastor to pray about a situation that you haven't even prayed about. Oh, help me. Amen. You're asking other people to pray and you haven't touched God about it. You're asking other people to have faith and you're still wallowing with a spirit of unbelief and fear. The Lord is on your side. Amen. Fear not what man can do to you. Amen. Amen. Be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth goeth with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Mm, God has never forsaken you. God has never let you down. In fact, Jesus said, Lo, I go with thee even unto the end. Amen. God is in this through the duration of it. God is not in and out of your life like some others that you've been in a relationship with. But God is with you every day walking with you. He will never forsake you. And amen. This is his church. You need to understand that truth, church. This is his church. This is his plan. Why in the world would we believe that he's forgotten about us? Why in the world would we give in to a spirit of fear that says he's done with this church? Why would we give in to a lie of the enemy that said he's not going to send revival? Oh, he's still in the soul saving business and he still has much people in that city. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Prophet said, Isaiah 41, For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Fear not, I will help thee, saith the Lord, and thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. That Holy One of Israel is still on the throne tonight. That Holy One of Israel is still calling out to the true church of Olathe, the saying, I'm going to help you. I'm right here with you. Let's deal with the spirit of fear. Let's get it out of the camp. We've made a place, Lord, in the church house, and it needs to be evicted tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But we need that faith to come tonight. We need the word of God to bring faith into our hearts tonight. Amen. The psalmist said, God is our refuge and our strength. A very present help in trouble. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling. This world may be upside down tonight, but the church is just fine. Amen. This world may be going in, in, a, in different directions than the church is tonight. But God doesn't want us fixated in talking about that day in and day out. We find our strength and our refuge in the Lord. And whatever happens with the global economy, God is our strength. Whatever goes on with COVID and vaccines and whatever else has this world's attention today, God is our strength. Whatever happens with the government, the work of the church will go on and it will be successful. 
Therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Let's magnify the Lord. Come on, why don't you stand to your feet? That's a declaration of faith tonight. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody reach out to God. Oh, somebody call upon the name of the Lord tonight. Somebody address a spirit of fear tonight. Come on, you've been wondering why the heaviness and why you felt the way you've been and why it can't seem like you're breaking through. You're dealing with a spirit of fear and it's choking the life and the joy out of you. Amen. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, and thy rod and, the, and thy staff, they comfort me. Mm, hallelujah. Come on, let's get some help on the music tonight, and let's touch God right now. Come on, church, let's reach out to God right now. Come on, somebody get a little bold against the spirit of fear that's been paralyzing the good saints of this church. Somebody speak out against it tonight. Somebody bind it in Jesus' name. Somebody plead the blood over the over the spirit of fear that's been working in our midst. When we do nothing but speak in fear, we're glorifying that spirit of fear. Whatever we go through in this world, let's not glorify it rather than God. I don't want to glorify my fears. I don't want to talk about my fears. I want to talk about God. I want to talk about God being on the scene. Whatever you're anxious about tonight, whatever you're wringing your hands about tonight, God is not wringing his hands about it. God is not stressed out about it. You can cast that care upon God tonight. You don't have to leave this place because without, without laying that fear down because God is with you. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, and I am meek and lowly of heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Oh, somebody, somebody, you've been needing some rest. Somebody, you've been feeling the crushing weight of fear and anxiety. But God said you don't have to leave that place with it tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm opening up the altar right now. Not for you to come down and find a place to, to weep and cry about your situation. Go to the altar tonight with enough confidence in God to praise him during this storm. Go to the altar tonight with your hands lifted up and say, God, I'm not giving in another night to a spirit of fear and doubt and unbelief. God, I'm not going to wrestle all night long with a sleepless night, listening to a spirit of fear. Oh, come on, you've been fretting and worrying about what to do. Why don't you just bring that situation to God? Give Him all your troubles. Give Him all your cares. Give Him your tendency towards anxiety. Give it all to Jesus today. He can fix a troubled heart. He can give you that garment of praise. For that spirit of heaviness, for that spirit of fear, for all those anxieties you've been dealing with. Somebody can get a breakthrough tonight that lifts a heavy burden off of you until you can dance in the spirit before your God. Oh, come on. 
lift your voice to God. I'm going to lift up your praises and your faith to God. And say, God, I may not be able to see how you're going to work this out. But I'm not going to live another day in fear. I'm going to quit letting a spirit of fear paralyze me. Oh, I'm going to quit letting that spirit of fear whisper in my ear. Oh, come on, somebody. Come on, press through that spirit of fear. Let God be God tonight in that church. Hallelujah, in your life. Oh, praise your name. Praise your name. Praise your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, come on. Come on. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Worship the Lord.